bearded. Biomed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Bearded Biomed. I appreciate you being here with me today. And if you were paying attention to the title, uh, today I'm going to be talking about the CBET. That is the Certification for Biomedical Equipment Technicians. So I'm going to do a couple things here today. First off, I want to recount my experience with it and give some advice and kind of hit on a couple of things why I think the CBET's important uh, for you to get and also my experience as a whole in relation to the CBET for my own career and careers of others. Um, <clears throat> I am going to delve out a little bit of criticism today as well. So quick point of uh, with that. Me personally, I do not structure criticism as a negative connotation. For me, I welcome criticism because it lets me work to get better. As long as criticism is set to the point of being constructive to help something elevate, improve for others, then it is fully welcome. And as we know, I typically try to uh, bring positivity with any of my opinions. But the whole point of this podcast, not only to relay my experience, my advice to you guys, but I'm always going to give my 100% unbiased opinion because I have nobody nobody above me in the beard of biomed spectrum. I am the sole proprietor. What I say goes, my opinion is my own, and I'm going to continue living that authentic way of life because that's who I am. So if anybody takes criticism to this or takes any kind of negative connotation from this, that's not my intention. I, and I'd be more than happy to volunteer my time in helping make what I'm going to criticize better. So uh, let's start off with this. Um, this is actually the reason it prompted me doing an episode for the CBET is I just recently passed it. I finally got the CBET. Um, there are a slew of reasons why I finally went to go ahead and take it this year. Um, this is actually not my first time taking it. Um, I took it many, many, many years ago before there was even a networking or IT section in the CBET. Um, and I have progressed in my career to the point that I need to set myself up for success to get the next level of promotion I want, but also set an example for my technicians that are directly under me. So first off, um, anything that I do give advice about mentor coach for anybody watching this show or my technicians that I manage anything that I do, I completely approach it by a lead by example narrative, any expectation or metric or parameter or example of progression within your biomed career I will do that 
and be successful at and say, I need you to do, that's not, that's not how I operate. I say, we need to do. Um, this was ingrained in me while in the army through countless amazing leaders and mentors that I was fortunate to benefit from. So my whole prerogative going forward in the career now where I currently stand is to give that same energy back. So let's start with this. Um, It finally came to the point that I wanted to take the C-bet, not because I need it right now or somebody said I needed to take it, because I want to take the wind out of their cell of preventing me from getting something before it was even a topic. Example of why it's important to get a C-bet. So let's let's go into that first, and we'll leave the, the criticism aspect and all that stuff um, afterwards. So what, obviously, there are certain parameters you are uh, requirements in order for you to take the C-bet. But there is going to come a point in time to where if you want to work under certain entities, uh, a lot of banner uh, health systems require that you even have a, that you have a CBET in order for them to hire you. Uh, they will not give you the light of day, period, because that is the level of standard that they've set forth for all of their uh, technicians under that health system. There's nothing wrong with it. I I can appreciate that they expect excellence and hold that level of standardization. Um, it was disheartening for me when I was younger because I had applied to one of those positions and I didn't have the CBET. And uh, that was one of the places I couldn't work at because I didn't have it. So for you guys entering the field, or those that are interested in approaching the biomed profession, be aware that not having the CBET can actually bar you from working with certain uh, programs out there. Having that credentialing, just it's a notch on your belt that some people elevate its importance other, you know, more so than other companies. Um. The company I work for, when they hired me, I got hired on as a tech three. Uh, when I left the army, I was managing a shop, but I understood that I needed to take a step back because there was some learning and some, uh, you know, some re reconfiguration of how you approach things in the civilian sector as opposed to the military. But the CBET wasn't a requirement. So fast forward to now, and I'm in a position of leadership. Um, I actually. Funnily enough, last year, I went and got my CHTM at Certified uh, Healthcare Technology Management Certification. And, you know, I got that because I saw value in it. I saw a reasoning to have a certification showing that I understand budgeting, that that I understand KPIs and regulatory compliance and uh, personnel management, facilities management. Everything that goes involved with that, uh, return on investment, all that kind of stuff. Uh, There was value in that for me. And even then, it took me two times to take that to pass it. So I'm very much invested and have invested a lot of money to 
progress myself in my career. Um, the level that I want to reach next in my career, which would be essentially operations managers, or some might call it a director of biomed even, or, you know, that level echelon of biomed progression within our career field. Most of those opportunities are probably going to require that you have a CBET. It's not going to be 100% true everywhere you go. But when you start getting to those upper echelons of, you know, positions in our field, one, you need to distinguish yourself. So by you not having certain accolades or certain metrics that you can reference to that maybe your peers might have, more so they're going to go with those. Um, I've been passed up on a lot of management opportunities. One, because, you know, the person that got the job as opposed to me, they had another 10, 15 years of experience on me. Not to mention some other ones that were considered, they had multiple certifications. The CBET, the CHTM, the PMP, the whatever. There, there's so many certifications nowadays, it's kind of hard to keep up. But what I'm trying to allude to you guys that don't have any certifications yet or might be on the teeter of if you even want to pursue it, here's a couple of things. Most companies out there, they are going to have a reimbursement program. My company does. So you pay for your test, you pass the test, show your receipt and your pass of the exam, and they will reimburse you that money. So most jobs that you know, biomeds are in, um, if they do have that program, they're doing that to kind of entice you to go after it because it's completely in your benefit. You pass the test and I mean, your, your money gets given back to you because not only is it helping yourself for your career progression, it's helping to elevate the company, which by elevating the company, I'm speaking about the more technicians that they have that show that they're certified, especially those that are toting uh, ISO certification for the company, your 9001s, your 1345s, uh, those that showcase themselves as a higher tier biomed uh, opportunity or uh, ISO company, you know, field service like myself. The way you can distinguish yourself from your competitors is that, hey, we, we are ISO uh, certified. We have technicians staggered all throughout the place that are all certified. You know, by you getting that certification, that's why they do that, because it helps lend credibility to the company, which more often than not, after you get your certification, that is a negotiation uh, you know, bullet that you have in your, in your back pocket for whenever uh promotion time comes up or, uh, you know, pay raises, uh, performance reviews, you know, that during that instance, you have that to reference now say, Hey, I got this. I am lending your company further distinguishability between your competitors. I think I should get a raise. 
And more often than not, you will get that raise, especially if you haven't gotten one in a while. Um, myself, I wanted to get the CBAT because now that has, as it currently stands, I have my CHTM. I have my CBAT. I have a bachelor's in business management. I have multiple uh, background of managing technicians. So I have set myself up for the argument that I am ready to take on the next level within my career. And if I am not given that next level, well, I have distinguished myself to pursue that next level with other opportunities. As we know, the biomed field is very competitive. There's only so many of us, and many people know who you are or have heard of you or know somebody that does know you. The biomed field is also aging out. Um, you know, I'm probably, I'm in that middle tier right now, but a lot of our senior folks, they're eyeing retirement. So somebody needs to take up these mantles. Somebody needs to go after getting their credentialing because you are setting yourself up to take up the mantle when it's time. Another thing. So I think too, for those that go after the CBET specifically, you know, there are other certifications for us as well, but those that go after the CBET specifically, when you get it, not only does it show that you want to improve yourself, but it gives you a level of credibility within the field that most would recognize that you are committed to the profession because you put your own money up front to get the certification. You spent your time studying for the certification. You showed up past the test. Usually the folks that are going after their certs are the ones committed long-term to the endeavor. And it's going to lend and show a more positive light or a more beneficial light, if you will, um, on your commitment as a technician and also obviously your, your knowledge base. Cause you got to know some stuff to pass the CBET. You got to know some stuff to pass the CHTM. So overall, the CBET is a good thing. The, my, my discourse with the CBET when I was younger was that I didn't really see a benefit for me at the time. I do wish I had gotten it when I was younger because I wouldn't have had to spend multiple nights staying up studying for the damn thing, you know, with a newborn kid, just, it just made my life harder for no reason. So, you know, it, it, it was even more rewarding for me. The fact that I passed it, you know, with all the extra crap I've had going on in my life, but you know, we all have life going on. It is what it is. What I'm trying to say is I would highly encourage any of you guys, even if you're not eligible to take it yet, find out when you are eligible. And then when you are, you already have, have it planned out to when you can take it. The earlier you take this, 
pass it, get it knocked out. You're even going to be more set up for success. And obviously you're going to stand out amongst your class of peers that you're currently within than most of them. Um, a lot of the techs that are eligible right now, they're not thinking about it. They don't care. I mean, unless it was going to get them maybe more money, but even still, um, it, it's, I, I know many techs that are just now eligible or have been eligible and it's not a priority for them. And that's fine. I'm never going to, you know, judge the level of a technician or, you know, any biomed out there because there are biomeds that I know that I've met personally that are way better of a biomed than I will ever be. Their level of troubleshooting, um, of understanding mass and more articulated modalities out there. They are a fantastic technician that I will never approach. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sweet with it when I need to be, but the CBET doesn't mean that you're not a great biomed. And I, I, I kind of wish we would come to some kind of uh, conclusion within the field. Like, okay, are we moving towards where everybody needs to be certified or are we just going to stay status quo where we currently are? Because when we get into the opportunities of uh, career progression or the arguments with right to repair and whether this uh, entity is able to repair certain things or service certain things, the the credibility argument will come into where, hey, he's certified, he's got this, he's got that, whatever. Which has even been the argument, you know, of should we have like what electricians, plumbers have within the state? Like you are certified to work within the state. Like just, I feel like the field is moving towards that to where it's going to get to the point. I don't know within my lifetime or not, but maybe where everybody has to be a certain level of certified or have this certain, you know, moniker or ticker or whatever to service biomed within your state. Um, I'd be all for that if there was consistency and understanding within the entire field of that, but I don't foresee that coming. Um, usually when you get into those kind of metrics, it's going to be state-based anyway. So, you know, me, me and Justin from better by have talked about this a lot. Like the work, the knowledge base you would need to have of, you know, being, let's say you're certified to be a biomed in Texas the things you need to know to work in Texas, I mean, it, it, there's nothing too much to really regard. But like, let's say if you move upward to like Colorado or something where like bare metrics take into account, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's just there, there needs to be either a greater push consensus within the field if we're all going to go certified or if we're just gonna you know kind of hold promotions and pay raises and job opportunities at bay for everybody that just doesn't have one um, i think it lends better for the field that if everybody is set for that and <sighs> all right you know what? let me go ahead and get into the criticism part of cbet stuff so 
I do not like the fact that your worth as a technician is inherently measured or taken into account for promotions in general by if you're certified or not. I just, even with me being certified and me saying going for certification is a great thing, personally, again, based on a lot of the technicians I know that are amazing, like literal geniuses, the fact that they don't got a CBET, they're they're not qualified to do the job or to apply for your job because you want to have a certain level of a of standards standardization. Which again, I have no fault for the people that are the organizations that want to do that. That is, it is your company, it is your entity, it is your it is your structure to set that forth, and either people can play by that or not. I mean, that's the American way. But, you know, I, I've seen people just turn away and I've experienced that as well to where if I don't have a certain certification, then I'm not even offered a seat at the table. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It's just something that I'm not particularly fond of. Whatever. My feelings, right? Now, let me get into my experience with taking the CBET this time. So I made the decision, you know, when I first started Bearded Biomed that not only am I going to speak on certain things within the field, but I am going to constantly elevate myself as to be a beacon, an example for the younger biomeds getting into the field. So credibility is something that's important to me because if I'm here speaking of biomed, you know that I've done some some things. You know that I like I, I got some things on the side of my name on my LinkedIn saying that I know what the hell I'm talking about. Um not to mention, you know, it's also backed by 15 years of doing the job, doing it well, and be recognized for that. But anyway, I came to the decision that it's it was high time for me to get CBET, so I wanted to do it right because I didn't want to re-experience taking the test from I did years ago and failing it by a couple of questions, which I still came close, but I passed. So it's all that matters. Well, they say in doctor, uh, you know, and <laughs> you know, the doctors graduate, the one that got uh, straight A's and the ones that just slipped by, you still call them doctors. So <laughs> um, anywho, I wanted to do it right. So what did that mean? I went on Amy's website and I paid, now I don't have the exact number, uh, $250, I think it was. $250, I think, is pretty safe bet of what it cost to have 24-7 access to a e-learning course uh, that Amy provides for you to help you study and practice uh, absorbing all the information that might be on CBET. I was like, this is awesome. Um, me, when I study, I like something very structured uh, that I can kind of measure and intake information at my own pace. That's just generally how I've studied in the past because I'm not a great test taker to begin with. Um, the CBET e-learning course. Do not waste your money. 
point blank. Now, I am not the only one that uh, feels this way. I've spoken to multiple people that have recently taken the test or plan to take the test, and they are very dissatisfied with it. Which is, you're already spending four or $500 to take the test. And then I invested another $250, at least if I remember correctly what the price was, to help study for the test. That's a lot of damn money for a lot of us technicians, especially ones when we, we got to pay for, you know, our families, they'll, you know, whatever. So I was very dissatisfied with the fact that I paid that much money to help me study for the test, literally studied all the material many times over and the way the, the material is set up. So they have it set up as modules and one module will be um, electronics and networking. Uh, another one's anatomy and physiology. Another one is um, healthcare technology management. So like troubleshooting uh, or, you know, learning about different types of equipment, what they do. Um, another one might be uh, like, you know, like fire extinguishers and NFPA and OSHA and crap like that. A lot of it, really good information on there. Uh, and then after you would finish that module, so back up just a bit. Module one, you go into it, let's just say anatomy and physiology. It'll have you take a pop quiz, like a pre-test to see what your level of knowledge is before you take the material, which I can appreciate. I like that. Um, let you know how much more you need to study something. So you do the pretest and then you go into the module and usually the module will have anywhere from like one to six different uh, mini breakdown modules within that one. So like uh, for instance, anatomy of physiology, you can have one uh, heart, one lungs, one um, all the different types of scopes and stuff that they use for different things, uh, different parts of the brain. Uh, difference between the EEG, EKG, NIBP, all that kind of stuff, and how it relates. Uh, you know, how does the endocrine system work? How does uh, uh, blood flow within the body? What do these certain body parts do? All that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> that level of detail I can appreciate. And then after you finish that module, you take the post-module test. So my first thing that I hate about this damn course is. The information that is on the each individual post-module test, the answers, there were multiple occurrences of this. The answers were different for the post-test after that individual module to the final all-module post-assessment test. They would literally either have different values or they would uh, have different answers. So a uh, <clears throat> let's just say like what is what does a defib do? And on the post assessment for the module, it would say um, one was causes cardiac arrest because obviously a defib is meant to stop the heart so that the SA node restarts the heart and. One one answer on the test might be cardiac arrest, and the other one will be something completely different. 
But if you were to click the one that you know is right, it would say it's wrong. So that's already doing disinformation on the person studying for the test that, okay, well, which one's really the answer? Because it starts having you build into your mind that, do I know this or do I not? Another perfect example, uh, you know, there's diff different type of fire extinguishers for, you know, different types of fires. So on the post test, it would say that a class B, which is primarily used for flammable liquids, um, or the question was structured that uh, a medical piece of equipment causes an electrical fire and, you know, list which fire extinguisher you want to use, A, B, or C. And then you would click C because C is for electrical uh, fires. And it, the post test would say B, but on the final test, it would say C. Now, obviously, if you know, you're, if you know what you're studying or, or if you already know the answer, great. But for folks that haven't been involved in the field that long, that are relying on this uh, study program to get them set up for success, and there's multiple occurrences of wrong answers between the both, it's freaking frustrating because you're going to have technicians second-guessing themselves come the final test day when you're actually sitting there in front of the damn computer and you remember that there was two different answers for something. So my criticism would be that you need to go through the course and fix these inaccuracies. Now, let me get to the bigger criticism of this uh, CBET e-learning course. I study that course top to bottom. Like I said, a lot of that information on there is stuff that you deal with every single day as a biomed. It's stuff you should know. And the night before I actually sat down and took the CBET, I took the post-assessment test and they give you a post-assessment test of 165 questions for you to measure your, you know, how well you retain the information from all the modules. I took the test. I got a 93 on it. I damn near got every question right. I'm like, okay, cool. Even if the questions are reworded or maybe cover a little bit different topic or whatever. I, I feel pretty good. I was confident. I felt great. I was like all these nights staying up, you know, in the middle of the night studying were well worth it. Now fast forward to the following morning where I sit down to take the CBAT. First off on the CBAT e-learning course, the formula sheet, uh, they actually have a formula sheet you could print out and take to the test. That sheet looked completely different than the one that they have at the test site. And funnily enough, I really didn't even use the formula sheet at all. Um, you know, it was basically the formula sheet comes into account for like the electronics, you know, adding up resist resistors or um, voltage gain, all that kind of stuff. Thank God that I really didn't need to use it that much because uh, I probably would be having a uh, lot sadder reaction as opposed to me passing it. But when I took the test, none of the questions that were on that test looked anywhere close to any of the practice test questions or any of the information that it had me studying. 
The only reason I honestly feel that I passed that test is because I've been doing this for over for just about 15 years. And I've damn near seen about everything so for for the most part that a biomed can experience because I am pretty much a journalist biomed that is in every kind of facility managing different types of devices that you can possibly see. So that saved me. And it was one, it was humbling, but it was also very frustrating to me. Like I was happy that I passed, but instead of being excited of me passing, the first thing that crossed into my mind is, Oh my God, all the people that have taken that CBET e-learning course, I I hope they passed, but I don't feel like they had it. They were given the right tools to help set them up to pass that test. It was like, I almost felt guilty. Like, you know, I had came out of this with, my certification, but how many people that studied the same thing that I studied didn't make it out alive, didn't, didn't have the knowledge base that luckily I was able to fall back on because you would expect. So the reason I'm being so harsh about this is, for instance, when I took the CHTM, for healthcare technology management, and I studied for that. This was before the uh, the actual study group and, and all that kind of stuff was made for it. But you basically had a, a little uh, study guide. I think it was about 70 or 80 pages. And then you just had all the reference material, you know, all the different, the NFPA 99 and the, you know, all that kind of crap to reference off of. There wasn't uh, a lot of stuff or a, there wasn't a structured study system like what the CBET presented itself to me. And one thing I can say about the study material is the questions reflected directly what I had been studying for weeks. And that first time I failed it by a couple of questions, I was like, that's on me. I know I studied, um, and there was a couple things that I needed to rehash and make sure that I had nailed down before I went back and passed it the second time. But I didn't feel, I didn't feel like the material had let me down as what the CBET material did. The CHTM study material reflected what was on the test. Or I'm sorry, the test reflected what was on the material. The CBET test, I, I'm sorry, in my opinion, it did not reflect that e-learning course whatsoever. I would not be having this much of a, a sit-down criticism on video, disseminating it to the world, if I didn't feel that in my heart of hearts that this course was a waste of money. And if there's any way I can volunteer my time or my expertise or my experience, um to help better this e-learning course, or maybe we just need to have a, a hard look between sit down with one of the tests and compare it to the material, which, you know, let me put it this way. If the guys at Amy, or I'm sorry, the guys, guys and girls at Amy 
feel that the e-learning course is perfect, then this video was completely for nothing. But if you are willing to, at the bare minimum, just make sure that all your answers line up between the individual module post questions and the, you know, module eight final post assessment. I mean, at least that'd be something, but I just, I don't feel like we're setting test takers up for success with that. So for those of you that are planning to take the CBET, I'm going to recommend two things outside of just bypassing the e-learning course. First recommendation is actually do the online study group. Um, being able to consciously go over the material with multitudes of people that probably have even taken the test in the past or, you know, asking the, the instructor questions is going to by far lend you way greater support than that e-learning course. <laughs> Secondly, I know some people aren't comfortable with it or don't feel like it's a great resource, but in my experience after taking the CHTM and post looking at it after the CBET is Quizlet. Quizlet's flashcards have been clutch for many people and came in very helpful, at least for one of the certifications I took. I wish, I really wish I would have at bare minimum looked at the, the CBET Quizlet stuff because I probably would have done a hell of a lot better on the test. And you know, whether or not you feel like I'm uh, just complaining, well, that's, that is completely your opinion. Um, that, that's your prerogative. That's fine. My goal in this is to bring attention to something that I think needs to be corrected and kind of validate the reason of why the CBET is so important. The CBET is going to set up everybody for success to progress either as a technician's, um, career opportunity goes forward to move up within the organization they're already in and to set yourself apart from your peers. This is, this is something that I don't take lightly and I want, I want things that lend opportunity for biomeds to be the very best they could possibly be. Um, in the past I have applied for, uh, oh, an Amy council ship before to be on one of the boards. Um, I was denied when I initially applied for that. I didn't have one certification. I now have two. So I am going to reapply and I'm going to give my two cents. Hopefully if I am accepted into this and give my two cents and see if I can make things better because I will never criticize something or never be disassociated with something or be unhappy with something unless I Provide a solution to the problem. One of the chiefs that I was fortunate to work under in my time in the army. Don't be about the problem, be about the solution. If you can complain about something, then you got the energy to fix something. And I think that applies to damn near everything in our life, especially in the biomed career. So I hope this was an informative episode for you guys. Um, for everybody that did pass any of the certifications, uh, this go around your CHTM, CBET, whatever, congratulations. Uh, hard work 
looks different, right? So, and for those of you that did not pass, do not let that be the end of your journey in getting your certification. I will tell you some of the people within our field will have the exact same experience that I and you have had to where you're not going to pass it the first time. But stay motivated, stay hungry, get after it, get your certification, and then wear it like a a, a badge of, you know, be be proud of your accomplishment. Um, If anybody has any questions or would like to yield their experience to me, um, maybe have a, you know, conductive conversation about it, whether you had the same experience as me or you didn't, I, I don't care. I would just be interested in hearing about it. So uh, leave a like, comment, subscribe, uh, continue with the conversation as always. Uh, I appreciate everybody's support of the Beard of Biomed podcast. It is never lost on me that uh, I do appreciate everybody that watches and listens from around the world. Um, I am quickly approaching 10,000 podcast downloads, um, through like Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, all that kind of stuff. The, the podcast started as an audio only podcast and through time it evolved into video, but you know, I'm, I'm always appreciative that my journey started just by hooking up a microphone, talking into it and giving my experience and thoughts about the career that I love. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a sweet ride. Uh, I look forward to continuing the journey and the fact that I'm just about to approach two years of doing this. Um, it means, well, for one, I'm, I'm just glad I haven't burned myself out that, uh, I actually did find an audience that, uh, you know, appreciates what I'm doing. So anywho, Uh, Thank you for watching, listening. Um, For any more questions, comments, concerns, you can always shoot me an email directly, actually, at it's chase, C-H-A-C-E, at beardedbiomed.com. Be sure to check out the actual page for the podcast, beardedbiomed.com. And as we approach the holiday season, don't forget, we got the Ollie the Biomed uh, children's book out there. Fantastic Christmas gift. You can basically buy it in any store nowadays. So uh, that's all I got for today. Thank you very much. I hope this was informative and may the beard be with you. Take care.